0: Welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss the cyber, cookies, and Miss Piggy. I don't want to waste one minute, so let's get right into it. Today, I've got a very, very special show for you. I'm sitting with my producer, Ryan Houlihan, and we are going to go through the highlights and lowlights from last night's debate with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump and talk about the future of America and the American dream. Ryan, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Although, technically speaking, you have to be here because you are the producer.
1: That is true. In order to get yeah. the money and praise, yeah. I need to attend. That is true. Well,
0: at any rate, uh, I'm coming, I'm recording this. Uh, this is a very unusual, unorthodox situation. I'm at the outline office right now. We have a makeshift podcast booth set up. So, if you notice any kind of strange sounds, that's probably people creating content.
1: Well, I mean, is it any more unusual than having to say the debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump is unusual? (laughs) No, I mean,
0: those are unrelated, but there's a lot of unusual stuff happening in the world right now. Okay, I mean, it's a very fucked up time for the world.
1: It's interesting. I I can't wait to tell my kids, uh, look what we did.
0: Well, there won't be any kids because there won't be there's not going to be a planet if things keep going the way they're going. If 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 we keep letting people like Donald Trump almost become president or become president i mean if he's president we're done that's it that's the end of everything america is over anyhow i don't want to harp on this because you've heard it all before but you were going to you had an idea for this show tell me explain to me the idea that you wanted to you wanted to execute on.
1: I have broken down 20 things that Donald Trump said last night that are so categorically and factually false that very quickly we could move through each of these topics and quotes and just yeah. deny them with either clips of him saying the exact opposite or direct yeah. evidence from like experts.
0: Well whatever whatever you want to do but um you know we uh I'm I'm just glad that we're recording this after the debate because um i think we're living in a different america today than we were yesterday and it's important that we discuss what that different america looks like and um what an impact it's having on all of its citizenry right now and what kind of impact it'll have in the future so anyhow so what do you want to do do you have a you have a quiz for me is that what's happening um tell I, me how this works i
1: figured i would just throw out something and then uh, we could discuss how wrong it is how like shockingly uh, do, I wrong. Mean, maybe, it
0: you know is. maybe maybe you'll find that i agree with him you know donald uh, can I say something? Actually, I experienced something last night that I thought was really strange. I was laying in bed, um, dozing off. Uh, and I was thinking about all of the people who were saying that Donald Trump lost the debate. And I was thinking about Donald Trump at the end of the the debate. Uh, and I started to feel kind of bad for him. Like I started to feel sort of sad, like Donald Trump's sort of a sad character. Uh, who just wants everyone's approval.
1: Well, I think it has to do with his dad, like issues with his dad and going to military school and like never feeling like he's going to live up or like he look, he lived in Queens and then he looks in Manhattan and he's like, no, I'm never going to be good enough. And I think he it is kind of a sad story of like what diet pills and sociopathy can do to someone who's been raised by someone or like, you know, just conditioned to think he's needs to have a gold gold lions around his bed in order to be a worthwhile human being. It just
0: I don't know what it is. I just felt for a moment this intense pang of sadness for the man and uh, you know and then it passed. then I remembered his comments about uh, Mexicans and it passed. but it was a really profound and interesting um, 30 seconds. Of, of my life
1: well it's like when you feel sympathy for a serial killer where you're like god that's got to be tough and then you're like well yeah. not as tough as being dead so
0: well i mean you know like yeah you you know there's you know laura and i have long had a debate um about jeffrey dahmer you know and yeah and uh and she has a lot of sympathy for jeffrey dahmer um which i think is explains her marriage to me to be perfectly honest with you um <laughs> but uh but you know and like you know when i was younger and when we talked about it you know i, I kind of it didn't make any sense to me to have sympathy for Jeffrey Dahmer. But, you know, I've thought a lot about it over the years. And now I, I guess I sort of feel bad for him, too. Well,
1: it's like you feel bad for the one Columbine kid, the one that didn't plan it, the one who was just, like, fucked up and went with his friend's plan. You kind of feel bad because you can see how bullying gets you to a psychotic place. But then you remember yeah, he I, did I, kill people.
0: I guess that's the thing. Like, But I do feel I kind of feel bad. I feel bad for both of them, actually. Like, how do you get to that place? It's a very sad place to get to. And yes, obviously, they're horrible for having killed people. But uh, anyhow, I think we're equating Donald Trump with the Columbine kids right now, which is a <laughs> which is a fir- and Jeffrey Dahmer, actually. <laughs> you know, but like I don't feel bad for Hitler. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah, that's one like, person you can. I just don't feel <laughs> any. I don't feel any like oh well maybe he was just misunderstood. It's if like, only oh. art
1: school hadn't rejected him. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think that's the narrative that is really. You know, that's the. You know, whatever. Anyhow, I'm glad that we've talked now. We've we've now talked about. We've Hitler. set the stage. Uh, Hitler, Jeffrey Dahmer, and the two kids from Columbine. So it can—it's only up. It's only up from here. I think is, is the reality. All right. So now you've prepared twenty quotes. Twenty quotes. Donald Trump isms from Trump. Trump isms. Trickle down Trump. trumple down trick. From last <laughs> night. From last night's debate. Let's let's Some hear the first. Some country
2: is going to be the clean energy superpower of the 21st century. Donald thinks that climate change is a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese. I think it's real.
1: Uh, I did I not. Science I, do not is real. I do not say that. And
2: I think it's I do important not that. that we...
1: Um, in fact, he did, and that tweet is still up, and you can go look at it. Yeah. He
0: Maybe he's maybe what he meant when he said he didn't say that uh, it was a hoax, maybe what he meant was that he didn't say out loud, he didn't say the words that climate change was a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese. <laughs> maybe he makes a distinction. And listen, I mean, you know, more power too. Maybe he makes a distinction... Between what he says out loud and what he says on Twitter. Is so he's he's
1: like a genie where he takes things where that you wish for extremely literally. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like a computer, like no, an evil computer. No, I have computer. no fucking
0: idea what you mean.
1: Like when, what
0: does a, a genie have to do with this? Like
1: when someone says, I, I wish to lose weight. And then the genie chops off your arm. You know, like in those movies... There's this horror no, no, movie.
0: No, no, I was just saying that he makes a distinction between- He's
1: like Amelia Bedelia is what I mean. If no, he's it, literally, he a literally mis- didn't not mis- say it's
0: not a misinterpretation. I'm saying that he just is like, literally meant I didn't say the words out loud.
1: That's what I mean. He's like Amelia Bedelia. He's saying, I did not say the concept right. of global warming was created That's by right. the Chinese.
0: It's like, a, it's a cl- oh, I see. Yeah, right, like a genie. Okay, I see what you're saying. Now it all makes sense. It's like a classic riddle.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: You know, it's like, yo, you said a instead of a uh, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, anyhow. So, okay. That obviously is, um, you know, I, in, in some way, like, you know, the idea that Trump, uh, that we're talking about Trump's denial of global warming is almost quaint by comparison to some of the other things he said. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, a hoax created by the Chinese. Obviously, that's a strong idea. Very strong. And I don't know where it came from. Obviously, it's like an info war sort of thing. No, but you're you're talking about a guy. You're talking about a guy who said way crazier. I mean, the, most of the Republicans think global warming is fake.
1: Well, I mean, I don't. All, th- the, th- the entire don't think party they genuinely think that. I think the money is just too good for them to admit that they don't. Well, I don't think
0: I don't think Donald Trump genuinely thinks it either. I, th- I don't think Donald Trump believes in almost anything that he says.
1: Uh, speaking of, here's his comments on birtherism. Sidney Blumenthal
0: works for the campaign
3: and close, very close friend of Secretary Clinton, and. Uh, her campaign manager, Patty Doyle, went to, during the campaign, her campaign against President Obama, fought very hard, and you can go look it up, and you can check it out, and if you look at CNN, this past week, Patty Solis Doyle was on Wolf Blitzer, saying that this happened. Uh, Blumenthal sent Matlachi, highly respected reporter at Matlachi, to Kenya, to find out about it. They were pressing it very hard. She failed to get the birth certificate. When I got involved, I didn't fail. I got him to give the birth certificate. So I'm satisfied with it. And I'll tell you why I'm satisfied with it. That was because I want to get on to defeating ISIS. Because I want to get on to creating jobs. Because I want to get on to having a strong border. Because I want to get on to things that are very important to me and that are very important to the country.
4: I'll let you respond, it's important, but I just want to get the answer here. The birth certificate was produced in 2011, you continued to tell the story and question the president's legitimacy in 2012, 13, 14, 15, as recently as January, so the question is what changed your mind? Well, nobody
3: was pressing it, nobody was caring much about it. I figured you'd ask the question tonight, of course, but nobody was caring much about it. Uh, but I was the one that got him to produce uh, the birth certificate
0: and I think I did a good job. I, I, really, liked, I really liked this um, statement from him because after, they, they, after he went through this long, I mean, by the way, there were several times last night where Trump just, he was talking and talking and I'm like, and I literally, I honestly, I'm not saying this to be funny or to make fun of him. I was just like, what the fuck? is he talking about? Like, I just didn't understand. <laughs> I just had lost like my ability to know what was happening with his narrative. Like he was working on some narrative that I didn't have access to. And therefore it was like very confusing. So anyhow, um, he talked for a long time about Sidney Blumenthal. Yeah.
1: And, and, and Patty Solis Doyle.
0: Yeah. And things that are really like, some of them are, I mean, it's, it's irrelevant, but also not true. And, but he gets the end of it. And Lester Holt is one of the few times Lester Holt said anything. He was like, well, you continued the talking about it in 2012, 2013, 2014, and 2015. And he's like, well, Donald Trump was like, well, nobody was eh, really talking about it. But like, I, he kept like saying,
1: I got the birth certificate as if it was like an accomplishment. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, but the, what I thought was funny is like, he's like, well, you know, nobody was really talking about it. It's like, yeah, because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> nobody was talking about it because no one believed it. The only people who believed it were like. Fringe like Breitbart uh, slash you know whatever the other thing is Infowars people racist 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 well obviously all racist but anyhow that one was I thought was um, interesting I was surprised at how much Hillary Clinton let some of the stuff he said slide but I think that was her strategy
1: also like she could have come out and said like yes Patty Silas Doyle foil- forwarded one email that had a conspiracy theory in it and she was a volunteer and so we fired her. You know what I mean? Like that's a right. great. Like I actually I think, think that's, that's, her, that's, that's her great admitting, for her.
0: But that's but that's her admitting to any guilt whatsoever. I think her My play gosh. was like, let Donald just talk. Yeah, let him just talk sound in crazy. circles. And she did that really excellently. And then she would just wait for her moment. It was really kind of masterful on her part, you know. And by the way, I'm not like the world's biggest Hillary fan. I'm really not. Um, but like, it really was what like watching a prize fighter.
1: Uh, just knock the shit out of somebody. Yeah. On women's rights, he said one
2: thing. One thing, very Lester is you know he, he tried to switch from from looks to stamina, but this is a man who has called women pigs, slobs, and dogs, and someone who has said pregnancy is an inconvenience to employers who has said said women don't deserve equal pay unless they do as good a job as men. And one of the worst things he said was about a woman in a beauty contest. He loves beauty contests, supporting them and hanging around them. And he called this woman Miss Piggy. Then he called her Miss Housekeeping because she was Latina. Donald, she has a name. Where did you find Her this? name Where is Alicia Machado. Where did you find And it? she has become a U.S. citizen, and you can bet oh, really? she's going to vote okay. this November. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. Um, well, let's th- say, I think we can't disagree with the guy. It's a huge inconvenience. It's very expensive. The insurance companies hate it. You know, I think the only answer is to sterilize everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that there are no more children well you know born. you
1: they say women have to choose between work and careers let's he wants to make that literal he wants them to literally have hysterectomies if they want to be lawyers
0: yeah I, I think the interesting thing about this issue I mean the Trump what's interesting about Trump is that he uh, really I mean he really is trying to play both sides of this I mean he's had Ivanka Trump talk about, women's rights and equal pay and leave. And then on the, on the other side, he's talking to both sides of his mouth. On the other side of it, he's making comments like that. You know, the guy is, um, he's just very
1: uncool. On NATO, he said,
0: Because we pay approximately 73% of the
3: cost of NATO. It's a lot of money to protect other people. But I'm all for NATO. No, we
1: don't. That's crazy. We pay 22%.
0: But also, is he all for NATO? I mean, he said that he wanted, uh, he would leave NATO.
1: I don't think he quite understands exactly what NATO is. I don't think
0: he knows how NATO works. I think, listen, and by the way, to his, in his defense, a lot of people don't know how NATO works. Yeah. I mean, it's it's complicated. I mean, you know who's really into NATO is like politicians. <laughs>
1: yeah, like people, people like, like spend like their whole Hillary life Clinton. working on Yeah, people politics. like Hillary
0: Clinton. Oh, I love that. I love that. Maybe you have this, but like, he, you know, I didn't understand the thing he was saying. He was like. Yeah, for thirty years you haven't been doing anything. For thirty years, it's like that's not how it works. Like, yeah. you don't just you don't just like come in and like cut some deals. The next thing you know, everything is fixed. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: he's like, oh, you just do- had the, the idea to fix politics. It's like it's been an evolving problem. It's not like one yeah, solution.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, Trump's going to come in. He's going to you know he's going to do some backroom deals. He's going to slip somebody a you know a hundred dollar bill. Flip some switches. And next thing you know, politics are going to be fixed forever. <laughs> All right, what else you have? All right,
1: NAFTA. Trump said,
2: I think my husband did a pretty good job in the 1990s. I think a lot about what worked and how we can make it work again. Well, he approved million NAFTA. He new jobs, he approved a balanced NAFTA, budget. Which is the
3: single worst trade
2: incomes, deal ever approved in this country. Incomes went up for everybody. Manufacturing jobs went up also in the 1990s, if we're actually going to look at the facts.
1: Um, NAFTA was a deal negotiated by George H.W. Bush, and Clinton signed it in after it was already in motion. You sound mad
0: about this. How's NAFTA impacted or positively or negatively your life? You know, I don't, I think there is this thing. It's like there, there's this, I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about this, you know, that we don't, obviously we live in New York and so it's a different situation, right? Yeah. You know, but that, you know, that there are like obviously parts of America that aren't doing well and Trump is appealing to those voters. Uh, And and I think that that's true, But but here's my problem. It's like, does anybody really believe that Trump is good at this because my impression of his businesses is, is that they are all pretty bad. Yeah. My impression of his businesses is that a lot of them have failed Yeah, and I don't understand this belief. You know, it's like the thing about paying taxes and maybe he'll talk about this, but it's like, you know, he's like, yeah, it's, that's smart. It would have been a waste of my money to pay taxes. I mean, he basically copped to the fact that he doesn't pay taxes. Well,
1: he was like, he was like, I was smart enough to avoid doing that. And then he was like, all for law and order. It's like, are you for law and order? Or are you for tricking yourself out of having to obey the law? Like, you know, it's, it's He's tough. like, I'm smart for not obeying the law. What?
0: Right, right. No, it's tough. I mean, you know, uh, Trump would like really, he really wants an all-cash all economy, I think is what he's looking for. He'd really thrive in an all-cash economy. <laughs> he'd,
1: he'd really do well no, in like, a system where we did a promissory gold. That would really Yeah, like, it. I think,
0: I think, I think, he would, no, but I think he would function really well in a place where it was like, yeah, I mean, like, where you could turn like a dollar into five by like yeah. finding the right, the right... um Dopes
1: like as a scam artist like he could work
0: He'd sell the Brooklyn like he'd sell the (laughs) Brooklyn Bridge like that's right up his alley
1: speaking of I know He said that uh, about wealth
3: in Palm Beach, Florida tough community a brilliant community a wealthy community Probably the wealthiest community there is in the world. I opened a club and Really got great credit for it. No discrimination against african-americans against muslims against anybody and it's a tremendously successful club and i'm so glad i did it and i have been given great credit for what i did and i'm very very
0: proud of it
1: uh, it is not it is not in the top 100 the wealthiest city in america is palo alto but there's no study of wealthiest cities in the world that's like an insane really
0: no nah, there's got to be a forbes list man
1: palm beach isn't on there Palm Beach Florida right
0: right. what about West Palm Beach
1: <laughs> actually my grandma lives in West Palm Beach and it's pretty there you it's go, pretty rich there in, you go. pretty rich in love yeah I,
0: exactly I am um, no this was like he was saying about his his, his golf course he built there yeah He's like, he was like yeah I built a golf course and we weren't racist we wasn't racist <laughs> at all
1: I built a golf golf
0: course and and we were not discriminatory in any way. Like, like that, you're supposed to get a medal for that. (laughs) Like, like, wow. He's like, you know, we thought about it, but then we didn't do it. So, you know, we're pretty good.
1: On that one Uh, golf course, as opposed to everything he's ever built. It's insane. So then he started talking about his tax returns and he said,
3: as far as my tax returns, you don't learn that much from tax returns. That I can tell you, you learn a lot from financial disclosure and you should go down
0: and take a look at that. This is the well. This is to me is the greatest piece of bullshit that Donald Trump has to to offer. This, I mean, he, he's such a it's such an, he's so obvious when he's lying to me. It's like you, you just sound you sound like somebody who's lying. You sound like a guy who's lying. You're like, oh, routine audit. Okay, first off, I mean, you're audited a lot. I guess fine. Okay, you have a lot of money. You know, a routine audit. Sure, why not? The idea that somehow he's going to release his tax returns. I mean, I think. I think the truth is that there's something in there that's so detrimental to him that he can't do it, whether it's like illegal money he's received or that he doesn't make as much
1: money as he says, or
0: that he doesn't make as much money or the fact that he doesn't pay his taxes or he gets Um, his money
1: from Russia, which is a very big accusation. And there's a lot of credence behind it. And it wouldn't be great for the president of one of the world's superpowers to make all his money from the other world's superpowers.
0: I mean, he would be such a corrupt president. I can't even imagine or envision such a thing happening. I mean, he's so completely.
1: He openly said, I don't pay my debts because I didn't like the work. That's not you can't.
0: Yeah, it's not presidential.
1: All right. I'm I'm just going to not pay my cable bill because my DVR sucks. Like,
0: actually, that's a really good idea. My (laughs) DVR my I have Fios, which I like a lot. Sorry, I don't want to dip into a conversation about cable, but. I don't have a problem with FiOS, and I and it actually really reared its head last night
1: during the debate. My
0: my CNN HD channel is one hour behind my CNN SD. Oh.
1: Channel.
0: Okay, and what? I don't know why. I don't know why. I do not know what's going on. But like, I was watching the debate run up last night, and I'm like, That's wait a so second. Weird. This is it's like 7:54, and it's like 8:54, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I realized just moments with moments to spare, that uh, for some reason the thing is delayed.
1: That might just be CNN. How they're generally late to news, and I don't
0: think so. <laughs> I don't think so because the SD channel was was live. It's very strange. It's one of the most upsetting things that's ever happened to me.
1: That's odd. And It's the
0: second time it's happened, actually.
1: I tried to watch the Bloomberg Network last night, and there's a lot hey, going on. That go? It's a lot going on on that screen, like graphics, yeah, a lot of graphics. A lot of um, a lot of uh. A lot of tickers. A lot of tickers. Uh, all right. Did you
0: learn anything? They were fact checking the debate.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. I honestly, I just went to the switch screen, and Twitter was doing a better job fact checking. I them. watched
0: it on uh, MSNBC.
1: Hmm. I, I like mm. I like MSNBC's after coverage because when it's not, um, when it's when it's smart, it's smart, and it's Rachel Maddow. And when it's not, it's you know people saying insane things like Hillary's overqualified and why does she smile so much? It's like kind of this funny.
0: Was, yeah, this was Brian Williams was running it. <laughs> with Rachel Maddow and a couple of other guys. I don't know where Chris Hayes was.
1: Taxes, number eight.
0: Oh, tax. Oh, I, love, said, I love this. He said... Let's
1: open the next segment. Which well, is look, can I just finish actually, it? Actually, I think I, I, to, I, think did, I should... I, you go a to a her website right and,
4: and
3: you take a look at, the, trillion, Trump, I'm I'm gonna, look at her website. She's going to raise taxes, $1.3 trillion. Mr. Trump, And look at her website...
1: Um, according to a nonpartisan group the Tax Foundation, her plan is actually going to increase revenue by four hundred ninety-eight billion dollars.
0: Uh, I mean, some of this stuff is just boilerplate. Like, Trump has to has to say something. He has to deny something. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean it's not like he he necessarily really takes this stuff to heart or thinks about it very much. No, I think I think he doesn't even know that it's plan. a lie.
1: I think he just gets those numbers and he says, "Great."
0: Well, it's only a lie if you believe it. In the words of my brother.
1: Speaking of taxes, he also said, "Under my plan." I'll be reducing taxes tremendously. Um, his tax plan would raise federal income taxes for more than half of America's single parents and one-fifth of families with children.
0: My favorite thing was... Um, Trump said so many things, so many weird things, like, it's going to be beautiful. That's a line <laughs> that he likes to say. He's like, it's going to be beautiful.
1: Believe me. It's
0: it's like, yeah, believe Truly. me. But he just has so many strange...
1: It's salesman so ticks. It's like a salesman so tick.
0: Yeah, so many odd, like just words that don't mean anything just words like bigly when he said bigly i wrote down there are a couple i jotted down was they um what was the one about police judge (laughs) yeah a police a very against police police judge a very he's a very good he's a very against police judge (laughs) it's good stuff i love it the cyber stuff was completely insane
1: he's he's a hemingway oh my god he kept saying the cyber section was it's so big you can't control cyber
0: the cyber, we, we've got to get better at the cyber. We have to get better at the cyber. So, you know, cyber. To me, just, I got to say something. Sorry, you'll probably get to it. But I got to say the moment when Hillary Clinton addressed other nations mm-hmm. during the debate. And it was like, let me just reassure you. I was like, I definitely felt something magical happening. Well, it was like, like she's
1: actively doing the job and she doesn't even have it yet.
0: Yeah, like a sane, competent person might actually be the president. Yeah. You know. I mean, sure, she's the most corrupt politician of all time, and she has a horrible neurological disease. But she's the um, queen of
1: lies that, and wife of Beelzebub.
0: That's right. I mean, that's a hundred percent accurate. That's medically person. accurate. Yeah, that's one hundred percent medically accurate, just like the human centipede. Um, but uh, you know, I just like I just can't. I was very excited to hear anyone in this fucking country sound like they're the president. Yeah, because mostly it's been sounding like. I don't know a character from the Human Centipede. been sounding
1: like South Park, for being honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, somebody met, somebody tweeted that uh, that Donald Trump was Cartman, and I have to say, like, I have to say, like, the similarities between Cartman and Donald Trump. And by the way, I'm not a big South Park watcher, but the similarities between Cartman and Donald Trump are striking.
1: It's shocking it really is. All right, uh number right, 10 on that? the Iraq war, he oh, oh, Here
0: we are halfway. This is the halfway point.
1: Halfway point, he said, "Mr. Trump, you
4: with it, a lot of these are judgment questions. You had supported the war in Iraq before the invasion. What makes your judgment?" I did not what, support uh, the in war two, in Iraq 2002. That is
3: a mainstream media nonsense put out by her. What does
1: call Sean Hannity mean?
0: Call Sean Hannity's like you know when when Donald when when the war started breaking out, Donald and Sean got on the phone, and they had a long conversation into the night. Uh, they <laughs> talked about their hopes, their fears, uh, their dreams. It was
1: very ASMR. It was very, you know, and it was huge. And uh, I yeah, think Iraq yeah. would be huge.
0: <laughs> they talked for a long time, and Donald was like, "I don't know. I'm worried about the Iraq War. We I don't feel like we shouldn't do it." And Sean was like, "Don't worry, Donald." <laughs> Anyhow, I think that's what happened. But um, I heard the recording of when he said that we should go to war in Iraq, actually. Yeah. And it's sort of funny because it's on the Howard Stern show and Howard is like, what do you think? Should we should we go to Iraq? And Trump is kind of like, his reaction is something like this. Are you for invading Iraq?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> presidential, really. He's like,
0: yeah, very presidential. <laughs> but it's also like, he wasn't gung-ho about it. I'll say that. I mean, I'll give the guy this. He wasn't like, yeah, we got to go into Iraq. No, he committed, but he just did it in a way that was really strange to me. It was like, yeah, I guess so. I guess we should go to war. Which, by the way, is not how you make a decision. I guess so. Like, if you're like, should we go to war? And someone's like, I guess so. I think that's like, you need to take. You're talking talking
1: about a man who built a casino across the street from his other casino. So I don't know if like.
0: See, that sounds like good business. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain (laughs) something to you. When I was a kid a Hollywood video opened up across the street from uh, a Blockbuster video, okay? Uh -uh. And then somebody told me that they were owned by the same company, which I believe may have been Viacom, but I'm not entirely sure. The long and short of it is that I realized uh, what a great idea that was. It's like, you're like, oh, I'm going to go over to Hollywood video. They have better prices. But you're still going you're still at a blockbuster. you're using one to drive the
1: traffic at the other it's like when they. the
0: concept of a a blockbuster of the mind because that's where you are
1: (laughs) no but uh...
0: does anybody even know what blockbuster is i mean uh, this is ridiculous does anybody remember blockbuster video
1: i remember going to the last blockbuster video on the last day it was open in new york city because i wanted to see it and it was the saddest thing i'd ever seen
0: we used to go to there was a blockbuster in greenpoint that we used to hit i worked at blockbuster for a day one day I worked uh, when I was 16. I worked at a blockbuster in Squirrel Hill in Pittsburgh. Um, and uh, I went in, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. It's going to be like the movie guy, the movie clerks you see in all film and television. You know, they're like nerds. They're always talking about like crazy cult movies. You're watching
1: and, movies you know, all day while people. Yeah, you're watching movies all day in.
0: and you're talking about your favorite John Carpenter, you know, uh, jump scare or whatever. And it turned out like they were just like, can you put these super action movies away on the shelf? Like, someone re- <laughs> can you someone sweep? just rewind these someone rewind these videos? I mean, do you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but Blockbuster used to have weird sections. Have I talked about this in the podcast before?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't.
0: Okay, good. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting hazy. Honestly, I'm losing my mind. There's so much going on with the outline. I can barely keep it all straight. But um, the, uh, Blockbuster used to have sections that were called like mega action and like super action. <laughs> And they were like all of the Chuck Norris movies mm-hmm. and weird sequels and stuff. It was like cartoon action movies.
1: So in case you were it, looking for Die Hard, you knew that wasn't in that section.
0: Die Hard wouldn't be in that section because yeah. Die Hard's like a real movie. It would be movie. in that section is like uh, Masters of the Universe or yeah. like any other Dolph Lundgren vehicle. All of the kickboxer films... Um, probably uh, Cyborg, the Van Damme movie. Cyborg. They used to sell. Find... They
1: used to do TV in specific genres, but they would only give you one DVD of the TV show at a time. So you'd get four episodes of Will and Grace for like eight ninety nine, and then you'd have to come back and get the next four episodes of Will and Grace. Just to, uh,
0: some real-time uh, fact-checking over here. They were uh, uh, a Hollywood Video was not owned by Blockbuster. Oh my God! They were almost the target of a hostile takeover, but antitrust concerns made that impossible. Oh, so I heard an urban legend when I was younger, and I've been th- believing this my whole life. Yeah, I just rocked your world. Oh my God! I had no idea. Was was Blockbuster owned by Viacom? I don't think so.
1: No, because they went oh. completely out of business.
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't. So what? I mean, things go out of business.
1: Well, you would think it would get folded in as a brand or something. If it was on. by... Brian. Into
0: what? Into a different video store? Oh, Nobody wants know. videos.
1: Well, they had their online video service, remember? And then it failed.
0: Yeah, that also failed. Yeah. All right. It's not important. I can't believe... I can't believe this. This this Hollywood video, Blockbuster video thing is blowing my mind. Viacom did purchase Blockbuster. Oh, oh boom, see, motherfucker. you are right.
1: You are right. You were right. Okay. All right. You fact-checked me. I tried to gaslight you like Donald Trump.
0: Don't ever question me unless it's about specifically about Hollywood video <laughs> and blockbuster video, in which case you can feel free to question, openly question.
1: That's it. a debate that we we're producing for this show. Okay. That's a debate.
0: Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more uh, debate talk and more Ryan Holahan and more blockbuster facts. If you're looking for a professional vector design app, you should take a look at Autodesk Graphic. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI and UX design, and everything else you'd expect in a professional vector design app. Open, edit, and save raster or vector images, layered Photoshop or Illustrator files, CSS, SVG, PDF, and just about any other file format you can think of. You can open an AI file and export it to clean CSS code or a web-ready SVG with just a few clicks. It's available on your Mac, on your phone, and even on your iPads you can design without compromise anywhere you go. This iPad app isn't a companion app for the desktop version. It's fully featured design software the pros use to hand-draw vector illustrations, create gorgeous logos, or mock-up websites on the fly. If you have an iPad Pro and Apple Pencil, it's the vector design app you've been looking for to make your iPad Pro the device you use. For design work, you normally leave to your desktop, to your old, junky desktop. It's the last 2D design app you'll ever need and it's available for the price of a few decent stock photos. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or check it out in the App Store. Uh, We're back with uh, Debate Prep and uh, Ryan Holohan. Ryan, you have number 11. Hit me. Uh,
1: Regarding oil in Iraq, he said.
3: Secretary Clinton is talking about taking out ISIS. We will take out ISIS. Well, President Obama and Secretary Clinton created a vacuum the way they got out of Iraq. Because they got out. They shouldn't have been in. But once they got in, the way they got out was a disaster. And ISIS was formed. So she talks about taking them out. She's been doing it a long time. She's been trying to take them out for a long time. But they wouldn't have even been formed if they left some troops behind, like 10,000 or maybe something more than that. And then you wouldn't have had them. Or, as I've been saying for a long time, and I think you'll agree because I said it to you once, had we taken the oil, and we should have taken the oil. ISIS would not have been able to form either because the oil was their primary source of
1: income. Annexing oil from another nation is against like the Hague Convention and the Geneva Convention. It's an, it would it's be illegal. highly it illegal. Been
0: Ill- Here's a couple of things to think about. It, it's illegal to... You can't just take the resources of another country, especially if you're there um, under the guise of like promoting democracy yeah. and creating a freedom situation um but also we would have had to you don't just take this sounds you just scoop the oil out and you put into it you put it on a a ship and then you send it over here the oil is there it's being manufactured it's coming out of the ground you have to maintain it you have to like get it you have to extract it. no 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 no
1: josh there is a backpack full of oil that was just sitting there (laughs)
0: No, you have to. So we'd have to leave us like a standing army to defend the oil. Field we would still their, be
1: like there. We'd have corporations and private companies and a standing army like that would upset up. That would have, Hey,
0: you know what? Maybe it would have been better. Maybe that could have prevented ISIS. I'm with Trump on this one. I'm with Trump on this one. You know, you don't go to you don't go to Iraq and not come back with some oil.
1: You know what, Josh? I'm getting concerned. You seem to be with Trump on a lot of these. Trump's
0: Trump starting to make a lot of sense to me, actually. You know what? Four more years of this. Four more years of this of of the election is what I'm after. All right, guy. What's the next one
1: on ISIS?
3: He said the next segment we're continuing well, the subject. Well, at least I have
2: a plan to fight ISIS. Prosperity. No,
3: no, you're telling the enemy everything you want to do. No, we're not. See, you're no, telling the not. enemy everything you want to do. No wonder you've fighting. been fighting. No wonder you've been fighting ISIS folks. your entire adult life.
0: This one I loved. <laughs> I tweeted about this. I tweeted about this one. Hillary Clinton is how old? 68 years old. She's a 68-year-old woman. So she would have been fighting ISIS for 50 years. (laughs) Is that right? My math's not that good. Yeah, no, I think that's correct. I think ISIS formed in 1976. (laughs) Her entire entire adult life. What is he talking about? ISIS has been around since 2013. No, you
1: don't remember when the first lady was on the ground, boots on the ground, fighting ISIS? You don't remember the 90s? No, it
0: doesn't. The 90s? How about the 60s, 70s? God. At any rate, that was a patently insane thing for him to say.
1: Truly, truly remarkable stuff.
0: All right, what, else? what number are we on?
1: Number 13.
0: This is brisk. This is real brisk.
1: It was brisk, and now we're going to no. stop and frisk.
0: Oh, nice. That's great. Great segue. You're a real pro.
1: <laughs> he said... Stop and frisk
4: was ruled unconstitutional in New York because it, it largely singled out black and Hispanic young men. No,
3: it, you're wrong. Uh, it went before a judge who was a very against police judge. Uh, It was taken away from her, and our mayor, our new mayor, refused to go forward with the case. They would have won an appeal. If you look at it throughout the country, there are many places... The the argument is
4: that it's a form of racial profiling.
3: No, the argument is that we have to take the guns away from these people that have them and that are bad people that shouldn't have them. These are felons. These are people that are bad people that shouldn't be... When you have 3,000 shootings in Chicago from January 1st, when you have 4,000 people killed in Chicago by guns from the beginning of the presidency of Barack Obama, his hometown, you have to have stop and
1: frisk. You need more police. Um, And he also claimed that murders are up in New York.
0: Actually, interesting stat. There were just crime statistics released. In 2015, murders were up across the U.S. 11%. Um,
1: well, it was a trend. It,
0: hold on a second.
1: No, but I mean, it was a trend. Kids are into murder. They were into murder.
0: In 2015, murders were up across the U.S. by 11%. I'm telling you, this Trump is onto something. This is a stat I just heard. Uh, now, that was mostly because of uh, a rise in murders in major cities, places like Chicago. But it uh, turns out that in 2016, murder rates are down. They're falling, actually. And so uh, it's not like there is some uh, evidence that there is a uh, uh, pattern of growth in the murder market. Um, Well, it's like
1: you can't look at the trend in a year. You have to look at the trend in like a decade.
0: But what he was saying was was wrong, which is that murders were up in New York, which they are not. They're not. Which is, which was just a lie.
1: Well, and also he's conveniently forgetting that no matter what effect they had on murder, it was ruled unconstitutional and racist by like our, like the Supreme Court. So, yeah, but don't, but, but that doesn't matter. Logic
0: doesn't, but his logic and the logic of the people that like him is very, very simplistic. It's like murder bad, uh, stop and frisk prevents murder, stop and frisk good. Like, it isn't like. <laughs> it isn't like then no one's thinking about people's rights these are people who when they see remember the people who support trump or when they see black lives matter protests, or when they see people, people protesting an unarmed black man or woman being shot by the police they their thought is these people are rioting and they have to be like stopped by the police like these people are why what's wrong with them why are they so angry why are they causing more uh violence and anger in our cities like they don't think like oh they have a point or wow maybe there's some stuff that i need to consider or this is really complex and you know the black community is deals with a lot of shit that i don't have to deal with and so i should kind of like check myself but like they don't think that they no, like, they
1: think they think fuck. they're
0: like fuck these people how dare they riot
1: they think latoya jackson good latoya jackson on celebrity apprentice <laughs> celebrity yeah. apprentice has donald trump donald trump good
0: I think they think also Celebrity Apprentice good. <laughs> but I think like, honestly, like I just will, I will say this. I, I just think that there is no, like, there's no, like the logic switches are broken in a lot of these, you know. Yeah. But by, by the way, I don't think that like all, everybody who supports Donald Trump is a bad person. I But I do think, but I do think, you know, I've probably said this before. If you support Donald Trump, you support racism and racist policies. And I think that by default basically makes you racist and yeah. you know it's like if you're like i'm sorry i don't mean to bring this back to hitler but it's like if hitler's like i've got these economic policies that are going to help you get out of the you know you're in a bad spot we're going to help you out um and i think we need to kill all the jews and you're like well i agree with his economic policies i don't like what he's saying about the jews but <laughs> i think it's i think it's worth giving it a shot because we really need to fix the economy you know you're voting for you know, genocide and there's no way around it. And like with Donald Trump, you're voting for a racist who has a history of intense racism and has has talked uh, emphatically about creating racist policies uh, and, and enforcing racist laws. And so like, you know, you kind of like you can't have one but not the other. You you have to. Well, you're voting say that you're for the, the worst thing.
1: things in your candidate, and I guess it, the worst thing you can say about Hillary Clinton is that she had private email. I'm okay voting for private email over no, I mean, racism. I, listen,
0: I, I here here's the thing. I'm okay if I, listen. I think it's perfectly fine if you go like Hillary Clinton is a is a fucking liar, and I can't trust her, and she's corrupt, and she's a criminal. But like, there's no way in reality. Donald Trump isn't worse and so you just have to really pick and choose like most politicians are corrupt in some way most politicians have done things that you probably don't agree with it's like it's like if your choice is trumping i mean clinton can like as far as i'm concerned clinton could like commit a murder on live television at this point i'd still be like well
1: well, they Better were like, Trump. they were like, she's so sick. She has pneumonia. It's like she could have three kinds of Zika and like, you know, and cancer. And I would still vote for her over Donald Trump. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not right. That's not a deal breaker for me. No. I mean, I don't know. Three kinds of Zika. I don't even, I, that sounds like a little bit of trouble. All right. What number are we at? We're not even at 13 yet. We're at are 14. We? 14. Wonderful.
1: Bankruptcy. And
2: when we talk about your business, you've taken business bankruptcy six times. There are a lot of great business people that have never taken bankruptcy once. You call yourself the king of debt?
3: I built an unbelievable company. Some of the greatest assets anywhere in the world, real estate assets, anywhere in the world, beyond the United States, in Europe, lots of different places. It's an unbelievable company. But on occasion, four times, we used certain laws that are there, and when... Secretary Clinton talks about people that didn't get paid. First of all, they did get paid a lot, but taking advantage of the laws of the nation. Now, if you want to change
1: the laws, you've been there a long time, change the laws. Uh, it's actually true. He's been... That's wrong. It, That's wrong. He's been bankrupt six times, five times for casinos.
0: You know what's incredible during the debate was right towards the end when Hillary was talking about the woman in the, in the beauty pageant. Yeah. And he was like, "Where did you where did you get that? Where did you hear that?" Yeah. And he was, she was like quoting her. Yeah, and I was like, "This makes him sound so guilty of whatever <laughs> she's accusing him of." It's like it's like somebody go, it's because like somebody he going a press
1: like, a about it." An amazing phenomenon.
3: She weighed one eighteen, right? And when she won, I don't know if you saw the contest last year. It was from Las Vegas. But when she won she oh. was as beautiful a woman as I've ever seen. She looked and like then, Cindy Crawford. Right. she gained about 55 pounds in a period of 9 months. She, she did was like that. an eating machine.
4: What does a girl eat to gain <laughs> 55 I mean in less than a year to she gain She must never stop. I oh, mean did she you, where was she I guess
3: She ate a lot of everything.
4: And oh my god, I mean her bowel movements. How many oh, did she have a day?
3: Terminate her crown, you know her her birthday. Yeah. No, you it.
4: were smart. You oh, turned I just, it into a it. you turned it into an event. You said,
3: oh, "Listen. It has become a major event." He went on Donald Trump and he did all these reporters did
0: pictures of you hear that? What get that would you who gave you who gave you that information where'd you get that i mean that's what he was basically saying it was incredible anyhow all right what's fifteen?
1: Uh, regarding the national debt. You even at
2: one time suggested that you would try to negotiate down the national debt of the United States.
1: Earlier this year, he said... Mr. Trump, you talk about debt, and
3: uh, you are, uh, to some degree, the king of debt. I I appreciate that point. Um, You've also renegotiated debt agreements over the years. Do you believe that we, in terms of the United States, uh, need to pay 100 cents on the dollar, or do you think there's actually ways that we could renegotiate that debt? Yeah, I think, uh, look, I've... I've borrowed knowing that you can pay back with discounts. And I've, I've done very well with debt. Now, of course, I was swashbuckling and it did well for me and it was good for me and all that. And, and you know, <laughs> debt was sort of always interesting to me. Now, we're in a different situation with the country, but I would borrow knowing that if the economy crashed, you could make a deal. And if the economy was good, it was good. So therefore, you can't lose. It's like, you know, you make a deal before you go into a poker game. But, Mr. And Trump, are you so much, suggesting that we would, so much we would negotiate you with the U.S.
2: credit in such a way? I say it again. Are you suggesting? I mean, I understand that you've done this in business
3: deals, but are you suggesting we would negotiate with the U.S. credit in such a way? Because I think think there are times for us to refinance. We we refinance debt with longer term because, you know, we owe so much money. It's so nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it until the bubble
1: pops and the bubble could pop.
0: That's great. That's what I want. I want a president who's not afraid to just make a deal. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the idea that he would just you know get the Federal Reserve like you know Janet Yellen and uh, some Chinese businessman in a room and really hammer out the global hey, have economy. You seen,
0: have you seen the film I'm sorry have you seen the TV show House of cards uh-huh I mean I think I it may it's possible that that uh Donald Trump has has gotten all of his ideas about how the government is run but from
1: Kevin House Spacey from Kevin Spacey I mean
0: I mean the, the Kevin the stuff that Kevin Spacey does on House of cards is most has a very trumpian quality to it mm-hmm you know, there's definitely he a imagines lot of like,
1: himself as a larger than life character who just like brashly tells people what he wants. And
0: I mean, Trump's definitely larger than life. Sure. I mean, you got to give him that. He's he's an incredible character.
1: I think in his imagination, he's very suave and it's not goofy at all. But you know what? You can say the same thing about Kevin Spacey. I think in Kevin Spacey's I mean, imagination, it's the same thing.
0: I, I uh, you know, there was an interview with him and somebody said what somebody asked him a question. I was just listening to uh, a reporter, I guess, asked him what's something that people don't know about him that he wishes they would write about. And he said, how nice I am. Uh, which makes me, again, makes me feel really bad for him. Yeah. And maybe he is a really nice guy. Like when you just, you know, Hitler was very sweet, actually. Hitler was a very sweet guy. He was very good to his dogs. He had a girlfriend. Uh, I mean, he wasn't, he was vegan. You know, he obviously. He was vegan, you know. I mean, he was sweet. I mean, sweet to the immediate people in his immediate vicinity. I mean, it's obviously a monster, but I do, you do have to imagine that Trump probably well, is. Well, like Trump also nice said, they friends.
1: said, what are you the proudest of for this debate? And he said, the thing I'm proudest of is not bringing up Bill Clinton's affairs, which I think in his book made oh, him incredible. like a nice guy.
0: That was incredible. He's that thing where he was like, you know, I thought of something. I could have said it. It's Very I didn't hurtful. Say it. <laughs> but I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I thought of it. Didn't say it. Wouldn't you like to know? I thought he was going to say it. I was waiting for him to say it. I could I was like, say your husband I cheated like, on you, but I didn't. I was like, please, please. I was dying. I was like, please fucking say it. It would have been the greatest thing. I mean, because the second he utters anything about that, it's over for him. It's truly over for him.
1: I, yeah, I was thinking, I hope you say it. I fucking hope you say it. No, because
0: because that's it. Because there's no... It, it takes it to such a... It's, I mean, he's so dirty already, but it takes it to such a dirty, low place Yeah. that I just don't think anybody who was... Undecided, or and on it's, the it's fence not like anybody
1: doesn't know about that. About what? That it's not like anybody's like Monica Lewinsky. Now, what's that about? <laughs> like, we all know. Number 16 regarding Hillary's resume, he said, and Hillary, I just ask you
3: this you've been doing this for 30 years. Why are you just thinking about these solutions right now? For 30 years, you've been doing it, and now you're just starting to think of solutions. Well, actually, I will bring, actually- excuse me, I will bring back jobs.
0: I, uh. Uh, you know, I like that uh, Hillary waited. She waited to start you know, she wanted to get all the information. That's the thing I like about her. She's prepared. She prepared she prepared for this for thirty years and then now is just now for the first time suggesting. According to MSNBC, she's
1: over prepared. Yeah, which you know, is I something like that you can be. That's,
0: that's an incredible uh that's an incredible uh Attack.
1: Accusation. Yeah, you're yeah, too like, confident. Too
0: too, <laughs> you're too prepared. She too seemed rich. like she knew. She had too many facts <laughs> and was too ready to answer questions. It's yeah. very upsetting. You're way very too healthy.
1: You're way too thin. You're way too rich. You're like too beautiful.
0: Um, all right, what's 17? Number
1: 17, nepot- regarding nepotism. My father uh, gave me a very small loan in 1975, and
3: I built it into a company that's worth many, many billions of dollars with some of the greatest assets in the world. And I say that only because that's the kind of thinking that our country needs. Our country's in deep trouble. We don't know what we're doing when it comes to devaluations and all of these countries all over the world, especially China. They're the the best, the best ever at it.
1: Um... Actually, Hillary Clinton pointed this out during the debate, but his dad actually gave him a loan of fourteen million dollars, which
0: yeah, so is not so really very, very small. The interesting. The interesting thing about that exchange was uh, she said it was fourteen million, and then he said, "Well, my father gave me a small loan." He's like, "It actually, you know, he like, said something about like you not having your facts right or something like that." He's like, "My father gave me a small loan," and it was like, was Donald Trump saying that? he, that the number she provided was not correct, which I think is how some people might have read it, or was he saying, and this is how I read it, that $14 million is not a lot of money to him. And I feel like he definitely is, he's also the kind of guy that would love to tell you that $14 million is a small amount of money to him. It doesn't, if you're a person, I mean, that was the thing
1: that people didn't want Mitt Romney for, where they were like, he's out of touch with regular people, but with Donald Trump, they love it.
0: I mean, this is the strange thing about Donald Trump's appeal is that people who he would love to fuck over, he would fuck over in the bat of an eye, hardworking Americans, um, people who he actually said, a person he actually said he fucked over, who was like clearly a,
1: was in the audience, someone who just didn't pay,
0: a construction worker or something. Um... The, he would, you know, that those people, for some reason, look at him and they're like, yeah, this is who I want to be. This is this guy can help me get to where I want to go. And they love the fact that he doesn't pay taxes. Well, that's they the love thing. The f- They they think they think that it's wonderful that he can dodge taxes. They think that that's like a superpower, you know, and it's like I get I don't I'm not saying that, like, I love paying every ta- piece of of, of uh, you know, every dime that I spend on taxes, but yeah i mean you do need to pay for the country to be a country well that's why they they
1: vote for tax cuts on the rich because they think one day when i win the lottery because every american thinks that they will at some point be very successful that that, that's what they want that's who they would want to be
0: you know you know and i think i think we all anyone in america has won the lottery because we're in the greatest country uh on the planet and uh you know love it or leave it and these colors don't run and i'm proud to be an american i do i do actually
1: think that sometimes that like sometimes i think
0: scholars don't run no
1: (laughs) those colors sometimes they run i've watched a flag before (laughs) i I think i do think sometimes that we are really lucky to be americans and sometimes i do think even like the poorest among us is like you have to sometimes take a step back and be very appreciative that people paid taxes and built highways and you live in a country with highways because rich people and middle-class people pay their taxes well, listen, like I, mean, nice. I,
0: I mean, I mean, listen, uh, people have it bad, there are a lot of people that have it bad in this country. Yeah. There are a lot of people that aren't working. There are a lot of people that need help. And and by the way, our, our government is not done, but you know, listen, a lot of, a lot of it has to do with the obstructionist, um, uh, set of the government, which is the Republican party. Yeah. I mean, you know, they have, they have, I mean, this sounds obvious, but like they really have prevented prosperity in a lot of places they have they are they have created and maybe not purposefully maybe not maybe not but but they've done it because they've wanted to stop uh they haven't wanted to be by bi- they haven't wanted to create bipartisan um strategies and well, they it's just to short-term stop Obama thinking. and and the democrats they wanted to get their power back and they felt like the only way to do it was to obstruct in every way possible, and what they've actually done is really damaged the American people. Anyhow, like the Tea Party is like the uh, the ultimate comeuppance. I mean, Donald Trump is essentially like, rides rides into the the Republican Party on a wave on the Tea Party wave, and it is like the perfect comeuppance, you know, because the lunatics are running the asylum. Well, you
1: wanted Sarah Palin. Here's Super Sarah Palin. Have a good time. Yeah.
0: I mean, he makes he makes Sarah Palin look like fucking Socrates. Yeah. Uh, by comparison, you know, he makes Sarah Palin look like one of the greatest.
1: He makes Sarah Palin look like speakers. Hillary Clinton.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I long for the days of sanity that Sarah Palin provided when I hear Donald I Trump speak. You know, it's insane. All right. All what's right the next number,
1: one? Uh, number 18, jobs. Oh,
0: man, we're really getting up there.
3: He yeah, said jobs. thousands of jobs leaving Michigan, leaving Ohio. They're all leaving and we can't allow it to happen anymore.
1: Um, unemployment in Michigan dropped from 14.9% to 14 to 4.5% 4. since 2009. That's a drop of over ten so. percent. that's
0: because that's because all the people left. They, they're all leaving. Oh uh, yeah, you, you weren't listening to him. <laughs> it's not just the jobs; the people are going as well. Um, no, I mean, I felt this is another place where I felt kind of bad for Donald, where he's like, they're all leaving, and I took it. I read it as like they're leaving me. <laughs> They're like Donald's. He's like, wait, come back.
1: No, guys.
0: He got. He, he's like, I got a six you pack. Got, you guys heard like, about this new leaving.
1: hotel? How about when he put a fucking ad for his hotel right in the middle of the debate? What's the
0: hotel? Where is the hotel?
1: <laughs> he was like, we're building a hotel in D.C. right down on Pennsylvania Avenue, and either way, I'll get there. And he was like, it's oh, gorgeous. I, yeah. It's a gorgeous yeah. hotel.
0: I thought that one. I thought that was a little bit of a weird. Uh, that was a strange way to phrase it.
1: It was like he's planning to have his – he's crafting his narrative for when he loses, which is that this was all a scam and it was rigged. And I – you know what? I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to be successful. I've still got a big future, you know?
0: Well, I like that. I, I did think it was strange. It was like – you know, one, it was kind of like uh, one way or another, I'm going to get to the White House. It had a kind of – one, it sort of – he sort of admitted that he the maybe right wasn't thing. going to win or, or wouldn't – might not win. Um, And also it had a kind of a stalkery vibe to it. Like he's going to be hanging out.
1: Number 19. He
4: also, he also raised the issue of your emails. Do you want to respond to that?
1: I do. You know,
2: I made a mistake using a private email.
3: That's for sure. Um,
2: and if I had to do it over again, I would obviously do it differently. Um, but I'm not going to make any excuses. It was a mistake. And I take responsibility for that.
3: Mr. Trump. That was more than a mistake. That was done purposely, okay? That was not a mistake. That was done purposely.
1: Um, The FBI itself said that it was very careless and that just like Colin Powell, she should not have done it, but that there was no intent to purposefully harm the United States. And there was no like evidence that she was w- was purposely trying to mishandle classified information like it was obviously yeah. a mistake and she says yeah. that and she says I take responsibility but the problem with this and what gets me is that all americans are going to hear it, is that she said i made a mistake and they think well if you've made a mistake you can, can't be president like
0: i actually i gotta say i took it the other way i thought i didn't feel like there was i think the, the reason that trump basically had no pushback to that i mean he really didn't have much of a pushback uh, was that what she said was like pretty much what you want to hear from somebody, you know, she said like, yeah, I did it. I screwed up. Uh, I take responsibility for it. I don't think that is sticking. I mean, if the email stuff is sticking, it's sticking with a type of voter who has another problem with Hillary Clinton. I think that, um, you know, uh, look, they both have problems. They both have made mistakes, but his mistakes are way more flagrant. You know, I mean, the charity stuff that they've talked about Trump, with Trump University, cha- that Trump bad. University, which is like literally being investigated as a scam. And is, they're going to be sued or are being sued over that. Yeah. And then there's um, this, uh, uh, you know, these charity scams that he's been running where he's paying himself yeah. out of the charities. <laughs> I mean, it's just really nasty stuff. He's you know, using like,
1: like funds to get portraits of himself in Melania and pay off his own legal debts. I, can like, I
0: can I just say can I just say something? I have two things like one. This makes me think like can, it's so it's so yeah. shameful and insane to me that of all the people that that hillary clinton could have been debating last night in american politics that she had tr- she was up against trump this is like a historic deal like a woman becoming president if hillary clinton becomes president is a huge huge deal and very important and the idea that like her sparring partner here that her like the person who's supposed to be raising you know the people who should be like raising the dialogue like for, for, to the benefit of the american people it's her and, and Donald fucking Trump, the reality show star. And, and I have to say like, um, when Bill Clinton walked out with Melania, I mean, what is it like to be, you were the president of the fucking United States. You, your wife is running to be president. And Melania is like, uh, I mean, just on completely, a completely different level, just a whole different game. And like, what is it like to be Bill Clinton walking out with Melania as like the first, the first man and first well, lady? Well, they
1: both had to do those fucking cookie recipes for that magazine that does it every time for the spouses. Did and Bill, like, Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton do it? He submitted the same recipe that Hillary did, which has both times been labeled the Clinton family recipe as opposed to my recipe. Why didn't
0: Why didn't he drop some like vegan, some crazy <laughs> vegan shit on everybody? He's vegan, I think. Yeah,
1: he is vegan and very thin. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Very skinny. All right, here we go. This is it. Number 20, the the last one,
1: uh, regarding the DNC
3: hacks. As far as the cyber, I agree. To parts of what Secretary Clinton said uh, We should be better than anybody else And perhaps we're not I don't think anybody knows it was Russia That broke into the DNC She's saying Russia, Russia, Russia But I don't, maybe it was I mean it could be Russia But it could also be China It could also be lots of other people It also could be somebody sitting on their bed That weighs 400 pounds, okay You don't know who broke in
1: to DNC Yes <laughs> I mean, yes it could have But Putin has a history of doing that
0: the specificity of his
1: <laughs> yeah of his quite an queen. improv quite an improv mr it's trump it's <laughs> so
0: specific it's a guy a 400 pound guy on his bed
1: He's describing the alt-right Reddits. So. I think
0: Donald Trump is a very, I mean, he has a very vivid imagination, and that's one of the things that I really enjoy about listening to him speak. That's maybe the only thing I enjoy about listening to him speak, is I can appreciate his extremely vivid imagination. <laughs> I, I just love that imagery, and that was during his whole cyber thing. I mean, the cyber thing was completely insane. I mean, they both kind of sound insane when they talk about cybersecurity. Um, but uh,
1: My son is 10 years old, and he's very good with computers, and you don't want to get on his bad side or whatever he said. <laughs>
0: Did he say that?
1: Yeah, he was like he's like my 10-year-old son is great at computers. It could have been him.
0: I must have been tweeting during that moment. He he said it might have been his son, really? Yeah.
1: But Baron? Yeah. He was like, he's great with computers. Like kids a kid's wow. a whiz. You don't know what these kids can do. I'd love to i love to see
0: his <laughs> son use a computer. I would love to see Doesn't he have like a, a nanny or something that uses the computer for him?
1: Nanny, I want the iPad. Yeah. And they pull out yeah, some I'm surprised gold like he, doesn't have like
0: iPad. A, he doesn't have like a gold like a gold pony that does the <laughs> iPad for him. I,
1: I, I want you know, to point bear. out in my research that cybersecurity agencies CrowdStrike, Fidelis, Mandiant, and Threat Connect, literally all of them unanimously linked it linked the hack to Russian military intelligence, but Donald Trump has a ton of know. business-related ties in Russia. Right, we
0: don't know, we don't know. It could be I a 400 pound guy. I think guy. it's
1: important that people try. Could be, could be
0: China, it could be China, it could be Barron, <laughs> could be Barron.
1: <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's Rosie O'Donnell. Maybe it's that piece, piece of uh, shit. You gotta see him,
0: Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rosie O'Donnell, I She's love this She's got a computer,
1: I've seen her tweet. What I, love, what I
0: love about Trump is he won't be like, he's never like, you know what, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Like, you know, he's never like you know what I apologize. I was I said some rude things. You know, we all make mistakes. You made miss. You know, if he was Trump was really smart, he'd be like, listen. You know, we all make mistakes. You made mistakes about your server, and I said some not very nice things about Rosie that I really regret. And that would be people would be like, wow, Trump is so magnum, He's so magnanimous. He's so he's being such a good guy. Like Trump's really turned a corner. I mean, literally, if Trump had just been like. You know what? I feel bad about that stuff I said about Rosie. I apologize to her. People would have lost their fucking minds.
1: He either doubles down or he denies. Like the Miss Universe thing, he said, or Miss USA thing, he said, she was Miss Piggy and she was so fat. And his statement regarding it today was, she was very fat. Like, what? It's crazy. It's
0: crazy. I love it. I'd love to be able to go through life like Trump. (laughs) Like Cartman. Just jamming. Like Cartman. It would be like South Park. Just anything that pops into your head, you just say it. You say it as much as you want, and then you begin become you become elected fucking president of the United States of America. <laughs> All right, we should wrap that's, up here. That's this it. Is Those are nice, our twenty. This is very good. This is very good, Ryan. I actually, you know, I was skeptical of your plan at the beginning. I wanted to do something on the debate, but uh, I didn't know what you had in mind. And I have to say, uh, you know, you did a very, very, very mediocre job, and I really appreciate it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> hold on, strike that. Actually, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, and you did a very, very excellent job, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, you're going to make a great cabinet member on Trump's cabinet. Uh, no, this is, this is good. We should do this after every debate. Hopefully, we'll never have to hear a fucking de- Oh, wait. We've got two more debates. Uh, the next debate is on October 9th. Yes. Is that right? And then, the, and then the last debate is on my birthday, October 19th.
1: Well, happy birthday to you. Do you have any plans?
0: I'm going to be drinking. I'm definitely going to be drinking. Um, Okay, well, we should wrap up here. But, Ryan, thank you so much. Of course, uh, you know, again, you had to do this, but uh, I still appreciate the effort.
1: (laughs) The money is the thank you. That's right. The (laughs) money is the thank
0: you. That's what I pay you money. That's what the money's for. That's what the money's for. Look,
3: it's all words. It's all sound bites.
0: Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best Though, I have just received a report that your family's been hacked by a 400-pound man on a bed and it's not looking good.